Welcome, guys, to the first episode of the Vengeance Podcast, the show where we break down the latest news and breaking coverage of the Batman. Who is this caped crusader that uh, has been being a vigilante throughout all of Gotham these past couple years? Do you have any guesses? I don't. Nah, just kidding, guys. We are Project Ecology. This is episode 45. Uh, We haven't been uh, posting regular episodes lately, but... We're very happy to have you today to discuss uh, the latest uh, Batman film, The Batman, by director Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson uh, in the lead role. It's been out for a couple weeks now. We've seen it multiple times, both of us. Yes. And uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're here to talk about something that at least I genuinely love. I, I haven't actually heard your opinions yet, Anthony. Oh, no, I, dude, for me to, to go see something in a theater more than once i have to like really enjoy it okay yeah all right sounds good yeah you know what i won't be seeing more than once in theaters morbius i saw that yesterday dude it was it was just f-tier comic book garbage wow really it was dribble like it didn't make any it's from scene to scene there was just no consistency you could tell like it was like re filmed like multiple times because there was just random cuts that didn't really make any sense but kind of told a story yeah right you're, you're sh- uh, anthony's showing me a picture of uh rotten tomatoes it's currently at 16 percent, but the audience rating is a surprising 65 percent i've i've received a couple comments on twitter after expressing my thoughts um that people are liking it or are enjoying it and i'm i'm not gonna knock their opinions because that's what opinions are but i genuinely don't understand like (laughs) i it seemed like every other scene my hands were in the air like what is going on like why did this character just do that or where did this character come from there were new characters added like midway through the movie or there were characters that were just totally fine and normal that were suddenly super villains it was just nonsense And, and then Without spoiling anything, the main goal of Michael Morbius in the entire thing, um, you know, the the goal that he was leading towards towards the end of the film, they don't even resolve. Like they don't even like touch on what like the the problem that he needed fixed. He did not get fixed. There was no mention of it at the end of the movie. There's a big fight scene, and then it cuts to the credits. <laughs> and then there's two incredibly just asinine. Uh, post-credit scenes that yeah i'm sorry i'm i'm rambling here but it was a really bad movie and it it just didn't seem like conceptually they understood what they wanted from it obviously they want to build a a universe with venom and right uh, like a sinister six sort of thing right but without spider-man they have no footing yeah yeah i was thinking the the same thing um the Sony, like these newer Marvel movies made by Sony, they're really not all that good. Now, I'll, from what you're telling me, Venom is probably better than this film. The Venom films are probably bit better, but the Spider-Man films are probably the best thing that they have, you know, comic book wise. And that's because Marvel is in, you know, Marvel's within it like disney they're they're kind of they're touching it they have they're adding their touch to it so that's why they're they're so successful you know they they have this plan you know Mar- Kevin... marvel studios has creative control right right now yeah 
That's true. Yeah, no, I, and I feel like Sony's in this weird position where they don't want to remove the Spider-Man character from the MCU, but they need a Spider-Man of their own to play with their solo movies like Venom and Morbius and soon to be Madam Web and Craven the Hunter, these random characters that are all supposed to be almost symbiotically attached to the Spider-Man character. Right. But yeah, so Sony is in a weird place right now, but you know, that's that's part of what I've been doing, Anthony. Um in the past weeks that we've uh, spoken to each other what have you been up to um well you know i i watched the batman of course uh doing a lot of gaming i i finally i kind of sat down and um i have a, a group of of people that that i'm friends with that they also stream or that they stream you know it, it kind of got me thinking i've i've been talking about streaming since the beginning of the podcast that it's something that i have wanted to do for a while and i mean we post it in our show notes every week and i have not streamed in any of that time but i finally got to to a place where i'm like you know what like i, I kind of feel like i want to do it again um it, it was really fun i got to meet some really cool people that i got to game with and so now i kind of have this uh group of people that also streams that you know they that they're actually looking forward to me starting um, as of recording. After this recording, I'm going to be streaming for a few hours on um, on uh, my my Twitch channel. So obviously, when this podcast is out, this, this you know you'll obviously I've missed it if you didn't happen to pass by it. But <laughs> <laughs> in the future, um, if you want to hit a follow on the Twitch, I'm looking to be a little bit more active on there um maybe not uh, crazy right away but you know maybe maybe a, a couple two maybe two to three days in the week you know we'll, we'll we'll see you know nothing's set in stone right now but i'm looking to kind of uh start that back up i i had um real fun with it and uh dude actually it's it's been a minute since yeah you yeah that. i mean i remember you hopped in like oh dude this was years ago um, you've hopped in a couple of times, so if you want to, you know, pass by at, at any point, either tonight or in the future, you know, you're always more than welcome, Dakota and listener. Um, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I'm uh, actually, no, you know, scratch invited. that. Everybody is not. <laughs> a, no, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, and then there's something else. Um, believe it or not, man. And this is actually good timing. This is something that I've actually been mentioning for a long time that I've wanted to do. You know, every time I go to a convention, I see the, I see people cosplay. You've cosplayed before. I know you know how fun it is to cosplay. So I, I'm I'm looking to to cosplay the, in the next convention that uh, that I go to. And and, and no way. And, and guess who I'm going to be cosplaying? The Riddler. You're going to be singing Ave Maria. Uh, no. But was it, I have, was it, you know, Dakota, you know, go, go back into the, the recesses of your mind. You know, technically I have portrayed this character in a, in a picture a long time ago. Um, Obi-Wan. Oh, oh dude, that's hilarious. Okay. So, uh, nobody, 
nobody uh, will remember this because nobody has seen it. But there was an old like Photoshop. I think where still we have even it got too. it. Like I, I still have. Was it, it like I think it was like Universal, Universal Studios or yeah. something? They had like a, a photo booth where you know we could just like they they'd crop our faces into a really uh, unflattering like poster, and we were like Anakin and Obi Wan. And I can't believe you actually have Obi Wan's beard right now. So actually, that would work. Would it would right? Like okay, so so what I'm looking to do? Wait, have you been purposely grooming your beard to be Obi Wan? Actually, no. It just it just <laughs> it happens to be it, it it just happens to be like that character that I that I was born to, to to cosplay, and I knew it. You know, I didn't know it, but like I mean, years ago. Even though they zoomed in on my face like really crazy. Yeah, that was the worst Photoshop I've ever seen. Maybe not the worst, but it's it's up there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I really think that 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 that's like a really good cosplay for me. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go with cool. like classic, you know, Revenge of the Sith one, and then eventually mm-hmm. I would like to go to try the Clone Wars one with the with the armor. That one would be right. sick. But and you know you should also like look at uh what the costume is going to be like in the obi-wan kenobi show yeah yeah that so, could be good so too. that um in 15 you years i could be him yeah, i could be this obi-wan yeah. um <laughs> but yeah so I, I i don't think that i had mentioned that to you i'm not sure if i did this is the first i'm hearing it but um but yeah no it's i'm actually pretty excited for it i think it's gonna work pretty well i i know a lot of, a lot of people they might not think of it right away, but when I tell them that, they're like, oh, dude, I can see that. I can 100% see it. So. Yeah, if you... I'm looking at Anthony right now over Zoom, and I, I 100% can totally see the Obi-Wan uh, style. Oh, he took off his glasses. That's Obi-Wan right there, folks. And, and, and then, you it. know, of course, like, I'm going to, like, grow out my hair a little, like, you know, a little bit, try to make it from... I'm, I'm not going to get my, my hair cut from... You know now up until then so by then like i'll be able to i'm gonna go to my barber i'm gonna be like dude i need you to do this and he'd be like that <laughs> he's like okay um, oh that's awesome bro all right so you are restarting your streams what what days are you planning to sh- stream if you are going regular again okay so right now so i'm gonna i'm gonna be streaming tonight so maybe i'll be looking at mostly like on the weekend but i might have some like you know sprinkled throughout the week all right um especially like yeah exactly some some days i have early so sometimes i have early days at work where like if i'm working on on a saturday they let us get out early so that means i'll be able to get into the gym a little bit earlier and i'll be home earlier so then i might be able to hop on to a stream you know cool all but right, yeah, well, yeah, man. Hit me up with a hit me up with a link when you do, because I don't have like notifications turned on on Twitch or anything. So. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, no, that that's what that's what I've been up to the the streaming and then like that Obi Wan one is like that was like pretty big for me. That, and I actually like put in an order for um, I, I'm actually getting like a Jedi cloak, but like a wool one. Like I'm try, like I want a good one. Okay. So. All right. So yeah, man. Sounds fun. That's what I've been up to. Um, how about you? Like, I know that you've been doing um, some work on the the geek critique stuff. I know that you've put out some videos on your other channel, your um, mm-hmm. your Disney one. 
So. Right, right, right. So yeah, I'm actually in the process of doing my next big MCU timeline. It's been over two years since I released one of those videos. Ooh, and man, it's about it's about time. And it's even bigger now because obviously with the new titles, the Disney Plus titles, and also the opening up of the multiverse. So I'm, I'm factoring in all the universes that are attached to the MCU through the multiverse into it, but not like side by side with all the other films. So like when they when when those universes reach the MCU timeline, then I'll go back and start talking about like, here's what the Spider-Man films look like. Here's what the Amazing Spider-Man films, like the timeline of those as well. So that's a, that's a big project. I just finished uh, writing... I think my second draft of the script, I'm pretty set on it. And I'm going to try to record that sometime within the next week. It's tough because I want to do it like a green screen sort of thing. Mm. So it's it, there's a lot of setup involved in that. But I'm really excited about it. And uh, a good majority of the people who follow Geek Critique, you know, know Dude, me as that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you are that MCU timeline guy. Um, that's actually something that, that I've been interested in. Also, is like the... Um, the whole like green screen thing that's something that i've always wanted to do as far as mm-hmm. like my stream so um i like it when you do it i think it looks really cool when you when you do your uh you know the green, green screen, screen stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah it looks really cool and uh you know you can do some uh you know weatherman stuff but with the timeline you know it's like here you know here <laughs> this is where you know this is where uh toby mcguire factors in <laughs> yeah exactly that's actually the plan. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, man, that's woo boy. And then now, like, people are like ch- championing for an amazing Spider-Man three. So, bro, there's this. My my actual theory is that they're gonna bring back um, the Amazing Spider-Man series so that the MCU has its Spider-Man, and um, Sony and the spin-off uh, series has their Spider-Man. And and it could work it, as like a multiverse story, you know, like, like a um, like this is what's happening in this universe, you know, like the you know, like we we've seen them in the MCU, so it's like okay, now that um, Andrew Garfield is in his universe, like I mean, if if he comes back for that, you know, it's like okay, this is what what's happening, and there's always like that chance where they could pop back in, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I think that. That's Sony's plan, you know? Spider-Man is their biggest movie IP by a long shot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're kind of tied to Marvel Studios right now uh, because of, you know, the success of the Tom Holland trilogy. Yeah, yeah. And they really want to branch out of that. So they've been working on ways to try and diversify that brand. And they've been trying the Venom movies, which we talked about, and this, the Morbius movie. And they have other spinoffs in, in, the, in the works as well. I think that they've been working towards having multiple Spider-Man series at once. So because you know they they get all the money for the Tom Holland stuff, yeah. but he's attached to the MCU. Also getting money for like an Amazing Spider-Man three and four and whatever, with all their interconnected like villain stuff like Venom and Morbius. Yeah, I think that's that's their goal, and that's why they're so they're pushing all of these sides side films so hard like madam web and craven the hunter i think they're they're really trying to work towards that yeah man and uh was it like a- andrew garfield's performance in um no way home i mean it sold me like so sony needs to kind of like build off of that like i feel like he i don't know like he took whatever strengths he had and he was able to like 
put that into his character. Whereas like, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I just don't think that the writing was all there when, uh, when he was there before and we weren't ready for that change. But I think that, um, after that, after that movie, people were like ready for Andrew Garfield to like get a second chance, you know? I, think, and I hope he does. Yeah, I do. He too. seems like yeah. I think he he's, really he's right it. for the role. Yeah, I think he likes yeah. that likes that role. I think that um, him not being accepted probably like broke his heart a little bit, and um, maybe he was like, okay, well, I'm coming back to this character. You know, I'm gonna really put my all into it, and like I could really see it. You know? Yeah, it'd be it'd be great yeah. to see him in a movie again. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. What else have I been up to? I have uh, been actually been I've been pretty consistent with like keeping up with comics um, as they come out. I'm, Ooh, I'm enjoying a couple nice series. I've been reading the latest Moon Knight series, which you know is topical because Moon Knight the the first episode is just uh, dropped on Disney Plus this past week. Right, I still need to watch that, man. I've been like getting my heart broken though with this Halo series. <laughs> oh, oh, is it bad? dude i just i really don't understand like how people can mess things up like i i I, it's like you need to like if you bring on like a creative member of the halo team to like help you do unless like they already are and they just like ah you know whatever just do whatever you want like the action is like really good the fighting is really good but the story like the writing is like like it's like it's like one is of those it, things that a, like you like you say you ingest something and at first it hits you, like when it hits you you're like you're like man this tastes good and it has a nasty aftertaste that's what that writing like that's what it is like you you get hit with the action but then the writing is like leaves a bad taste in your mouth interesting so what is it is it is it an an adaptation is it a sequel or prequel to this the the story that's a good question my hands are like <laughs> what is this is this and, and then they showed, um, they showed, uh, they showed Master Chief's face, which they've never done. Um, I, th- I think they showed his eyes one time in, in the game, but like that, that was about the extent of it. And so like in this world, it's apparent that they've already been fighting the Covenant, which is the aliens for a little while. And they, they've been fighting these insurgents too, like which in the stories they had like these fights with um kind of like these separatists and then then the covenant came in and that became the enemy um but it seemed like apparent like that they've been fighting the covenant for a while for a while because the the uh covenant they called master chief demon which is what they call him in the game so they've fought him before this is they've already come across him for a good while for him to develop that name like he takes his do you, helmet. Do you remember off which game? And, do you remember which game uh, they started calling him that? Yeah, um, they they had been they started calling him that since like the first one. Okay, okay. Um, right. because they they had they came out with stories, these books that took place before the actual Halo game, and then yeah. led up to to the um to the Halo, like they came out with a book called the Flood or something like that. And it takes place on like the game, the Halo. So, so is this being presented as like a canonical entry in the Halo series, or is this just something? I, I dude, let me tell you, like, if you if you watch it, you're like, okay, like I think it they're trying to make this canon, but like when I saw Master Chief's face, I'm like, dude, this is not Master Chief. 
and this is like the face this is supposed to be the face of an entire franchise the guy he's too like he doesn't look battle hardened like a like a i believe that a spartan should look um especially if you've been fighting these insurgents and then the covenant for like all these years he looks fresh faced like somebody that just came out of boot camp um you know like i'm not trying to knock against the the actor but i just the way that that i the way that that master chief was was essentially a dinjarin master chief has like i mean they take their it's like dinjarin where he would take his helmet off but not where anybody else was. That's the same thing with Master Chief. No, nobody's ever seen what Master Chief looks like, except for, you know, maybe like, you know, his previous uh, Spartan team and then the lady that headed over that program. But like, I'm just like, dude, like, what are y'all doing? Like, man, like the source material is right there. You don't have to follow the exact uh, story, but the source material is there, dude. Like, and people, they try to go, <sighs> I feel like, I feel like people they they try to take things and they they want to go outside the box, which is not a bad idea. But the, I believe that there is something called going too far out the box, and you just destroy where, where stuff. Where the creative liberties, yeah, are exactly. Just too far. Out I'm of like, dude, like, wh when is this supposed to be? Like, I don't understand. Like, it tells. I mean, it tells you the year, but I'm just gonna call this a multiversal story because I'm like that that guy, like, just an alternate thing, an yeah. alternate, yeah, like, it is what it is. All right, so variant Master Chief. Um, how how is the general audience like like taking the series? Are they enjoying it? it? Is it? It's it's about like my take. Like they like some stuff. They don't like. I mean, some people like it, um, but a lot of us are like, dude, what the heck? Like, I, there's a group of us. We we watch it on Discord. Uh, we watch it together like somebody will stream it on discord and uh we'll be like in a channel and we're just like typing in the thing like dude what the heck is this <laughs> that's that's how i was with morbius yesterday i was i was but i had nobody to like say that to because i went by myself but i mean but... you know that like come on dude like how long have i been toting about halo i know since i was a kid yeah that's why I'm so worried. Like I think like uh, two years ago or three years ago, they said that they were developing a Kingdom Hearts TV show for Disney Plus, and Disney, I haven't uh, heard anything. I haven't heard anything about it, and I'm worried that they're just gonna. I, I'd rather it just be a game, you know, a game that I you know yeah. remember loving. There's cer there's certain things that like they just need to stay games. Like Halo had the potential to become a live action show. It it's it just no respect for the social the source material. Um, another one that could be potentially a live action show is Gears of War, and I feel like if they bring that in, they could destroy that too. Maybe bring in Sam Raimi because it has that like kind of horror element to it. But yeah, but um, but yeah, yeah. That that's uh, I, I forgot. But I, I I heard that Moon Knight's pretty good so far. I need to I need to hop on that. It's only been one episode, uh, but it's a strong first episode. I've seen some criticism that like they cut away from the action, but that's part of the story because this is a character with um, disassociative identity disorder. So the main character that we're following is is a is like an identity of this character that doesn't realize his, you know, alter ego or his, you know, his his other identity is like a mercenary. His other so his other identity is a Batman. <laughs> yes, kind of a little bit, but it's it's a very different. Yeah, he kind of has a look that's similar to Batman. 
but he's uh the, the entire purpose of the character is is very different yeah like he's uh like i said he's got like mental dis- he's got a mental disability where he has multiple personalities yeah um yeah. he's like a he's a dude who who has other dudes in his mind he was like resurrected by an egyptian god and now basically has to do the god's bidding mm. and that's pretty much the the gist of it it's kind of like uh, the the story kind of feels like it it almost wants to be the mummy <laughs> so far <laughs> where there, there's a certain like aspect to it that's like you know he lives out of a museum a little bit um and it has that feel which i'm enjoying so so far so good nice nice yeah um uh, i'll watch it i'll watch it this weekend i gotta I, I, I gotta get something to scrub the heartbreak off all right you know you know what you can uh get to scrub the heartbreak right. off um i've been re-watching daredevil dude you gotta rewatch it man charlie cox is just so good like at both characters uh matt murdoch and Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. yes totally um i we've we've been re-watching the first season we should do we should do um, some of the defender shows on Project Ecology. Oh at some yeah, point. no, definitely. I, I, I agree. So I agree. Definitely rewatch at least the first ep- uh, first season of Daredevil, so we can talk about that soon. One hundred percent. But yeah, um, I, we're, we're about thirty minutes in. Um, you want to talk about some vengeance? I'm going to talk about some vengeance. That, All right. So I mean, tell me, really, tell me. Uh, like, I mean, that's really what this film should have been called, "The Vengeance." Um, the Vengeance. Yeah, I, I feel like the Batman is an interesting name. Um, it could have just been Batman as well, and it probably would have had the same effect. But the Batman. I liked it. Um, yeah. Kind of. I like the the at the end. I mean, at the, the beginning, beginning, dude. Mean, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to wake up, so. Yeah, it's a good thing you had that coffee before uh, recording. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually do like the, the before. It. Yeah, it's almost like he's he's a character that not everybody understands yet, and right. you see that throughout the movie. Like, there's people who don't really understand what his mo is, um, other than all he says is "I'm vengeance." You know, when he yeah, yeah. When he strikes stuff <laughs> and, and Gordon calls him that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I watched it. I've seen it three times now. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I haven't hit the third time, but I've seen it twice back to back. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, we, I, Jen and I decided we were going to go watch it a third time because her brother hadn't seen mm. it and we wanted to take him. So, he enjoyed it. Um, it's a good, a good he's excuse. He's a funny yeah he's a funny guy man like he he heard that they play um something in the way he's a big nirvana fan uh, and he's just like yeah i'll go see that uh, <laughs> so point. that's why he that yeah that was the selling point for him um uh speaking of uh something in the way i really like the almost emo take on bruce wayne that they took you know and if you are paying attention, like when he's going back into the back cave and he's going over the footage, he actually turns down the volume on the radio and that's when something in the way stops. So it's actually like he was listening to something in the way. Yeah. And we only found we only found out when he turned it down. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I like the tech. The tech is cool. It's realistic too. Like it's believable tech. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um I think that 
a lot of like i heard um you know there's criticisms on uh pattinson's like his bruce but mm. the way that yeah. i saw it though and like and it really like hits home when when you hit the when you get to the end of the film is that you know this is this is a young this is a young batman and i didn't notice totally. it until until like the second watch through of the film is that he's only been doing it for two years at that point he had only been doing it yeah. for two years so he's a he's a younger batman he has established his um his uh his presence of course like i mean he's known but he's still he's he's still inexperienced and it's very apparent that he's inexperienced and i actually like that i thought it was really good i really like that this was also like heavily on like the detective side of of batman it kind of reminded me of the arkham games it was uh very dark like tonally also like darker than like a lot of these other batman films that we've gotten like even darker than than um you know the the nolan trilogy yeah sure and then like all this isn't one... a this isn't a batman movie you can take your your nephew or your niece to it's 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 a little dark yeah yeah no no it's really really dark um the take that they had on the riddler was like really really cool but he's also extremely brutal and that's probably the reason i wouldn't take yeah yeah a young kid to see it like he's he's very creepy he did that, that actor man like he did a he did a fantastic job yeah dana yeah yeah he did a great job yeah, I actually really liked the the concept of this is a new Batman. Yeah. And um, he hasn't really found a balance yet in his life. Right. He has devoted everything to being the Batman character. He hasn't um, spent any time as Bruce Wayne uh, in the limelight. You know, the, the, there's a couple of scenes where they, they mention something like that. I think the... Um, mayor elect, yes. Um, Bella, Bella Royale says that you haven't been doing enough for your city, and also there's the uh, Falcone. He he says something along the lines of like the only guy in the city more reclusive than me. Right, and right. Mm -hmm. You'd imagine that like you know a major drug lord would be pretty reclusive. So yeah, this guy is barely out of his house. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like I said, uh, it hits home. A little bit more um especially when you get to the end of this end of the film when he hits the realization that he needs to be more than what he has been and yes um that i think at that point that's when you know say say that they continue on with him that you'll probably start seeing more of that playboy mil uh billionaire bruce wayne so yeah yeah absolutely so he hasn't really developed that side of him yet. He's like, like I said, he's he's devoted so much of his time to being Batman right. that he's just neglected the Bruce Wayne aspect. So he, whenever you see Bruce Wayne, he's like super tired, super beaten down, always looks hungover. I know. Um, I make up very, on all the time. <laughs> yeah, lack of sleep. Um, but it's it's fun. I, I like the fact that. You can see him like writing in a notebook, almost like Rorschach and Watchmen. Uh, you know, just the narration that you hear on screen yeah. um, over the footage, of, like from Batman, yeah, is actually yeah. what he's writing down in the notebook. And when he closes it, you can see that it's year two October. So 
this is the second year that he's been doing it and october 31st is the last day of october so um that's where he ends that notebook so i i like i just like the direction of that and like you said oh that's what you're that's what you said that i wanted to touch on the detective side of things yeah you know the the flagship series for batman isn't called batman it's called detective comics you know mm-hmm. he was considered the world's greatest detective yeah, yeah and he is in the comics you know like the ongoing series it's like over a thousand issues now of batman is detective comics where he actually goes and uh, <laughs> detectorizes you know he, <laughs> he's he's a great detective and with the duo of him and uh, commissioner gordon in this dude film, i love they it. do such a good job such a, like i mean that combo I really liked how how they worked so close to closely together, and this is and this was you know this is before a commissioner Gordon. This is Detective Gordon. So oh right, they're, yes. they're working close together, and I really like it because he's put his trust in this person. He didn't even know who the heck they are. Yes, he's like he and he's even said it like he's like I've been working with you for two years. I don't even know who you are. You know. Yeah um it's it's true i i think that uh detective gordon has a good judge of character yeah and he understands that this guy is out to do good even though his means aren't exactly aligned with you know the police way of doing things but as we see throughout this uh movie the police way of doing things is backwards because they seem to be run by right know, right uh, the drug cartel and he started seeing the, that the drop cartel which i thought that, that was a really interesting take on like a, a fictional drug oh yeah i think that uh dude i really really liked jeffrey wright and uh that gordon as, as detective gordon right yeah amazing dude i don't know what it is like i feel like every role that i see him step into he he just like delivers this really good performance i mean in west worlds there's yeah. been a couple oh, other things that i've seen him in that like that i aren't coming to mind right now but i just feel like he does a really good job he just it's like he knows the role he he sees what role he needs to portray and like he just embodies it and he was a very believable james gordon like i just really think he did like good like i just i i i was like man like he's a fantastic job like i wouldn't have like i I don't think i would have like seen him in the role but like seeing him in that role um, like, well, then again, like, I, I don't know who I would put in as, uh, James Gordon. I mean, um, your boy from, uh, the Nolan trilogy did a really good job too. But like this one, yeah. he really like stepped into that character. And like, I really saw like, okay, yeah, this is a detective Gordon. Like, and he's really good. He's, he's got that. He's really like hands on with Batman, um and you know what you don't even question it when you're watching the movie you don't even question it like i i didn't even think about whether or not he was a good james gordon until after i had seen it i was just like oh oh yeah he i didn't i never questioned that he wasn't james it was so good it's so believable and his voice man his tenor is so it's perfect for movies it's i would love to hear a podcast he sounded like a james gordon honestly like he had that like yeah that gruffness to it you know yeah that, that but, like but, i applaud him for that he did a fantastic he that performance was great and like jumping back into the whole like detective side of things for the first 30 minutes or so i was like this is really cool this is like 
exactly what I've always wanted from a Batman movie is actually like him being a detective for a good portion of it. Yeah. I didn't realize he was going to be a detective for the entire movie. And that blew me away. And that's the first thing I texted because I'm in a group chat with my family because my dad was like, how is it? How is it? (laughs) And I was just like, dude, they actually made a detective comics movie and it felt so good. It felt so right. Yeah. So I, I was super pleased with that. You know, we talk about, I know we, we touched a little bit on Robert Pattinson you know, he he had a bad rap be after the whole Twilight stuff. And I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, people kind of had a sour look on him because of that. And they're like, oh, wow, man, we got sparkly vampire that's going to be Batman. But dude, like he really he I think he's he took that role and he really stepped into it. He he did a really, really, really good Batman. You know, that's that's. The, one of the jokes is like you know when 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 the vampire becomes the bat you know um you know, oh yeah i've bat. seen that um but he did really good but, um i know that robert pattinson is a good actor and i i am also guilty of you know kind of thinking like oh you know he kind of took on the twilight thing but you know he was he was just he was taking on a role that seemed like a really big role it's it's a it's a series that and was, it was. Like really it was yeah exactly i yeah. mean you know, it's so didn't, many it didn't get much bigger than Twilight, maybe like Harry Potter back then, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But, but he did good. It, it is crazy. Like there was a lot of people who were genuinely like turned off by the fact that Robert Pattinson was going to be the next Batman. I, I, you know, the week leading up to the movie, people were still talking about that. Right. And not so much on social media, at least not the social media, not the circles that I'm in. Um, but like in person, like I would hear conversations like in the comic book store, you know, I just, you know, I'm perusing the shelves and I, I hear like, cause dude, comic book, comic book store conversations are just so fun to just be a fly on the wall for, but like <laughs> people were genuinely like, I don't know, man, that's not, that's not Batman. That's not Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the week after everyone was just like, I think he did a really good job. You know, I think I, I'm sorry. It's the, the, the New York's uh, the New York accents over no, there. I, th- I thought, I thought you were like in the crime family or something right now. Like for a sec, I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> the Falcon oh, crime yeah. family. Well, I love that. You know, the, the, the crime families, they all have like Chicago or New York accents just to, to make them extra slimy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's funny. It is though. It is. This um, is true. But dude, he, he did a good job. I I'm 100% sold. I can't wait to see more of this uh, character. Did you feel that it was a long movie? Because it was a long movie. But did you feel that it was? Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, and I think I text you after. Did I text you? Did, you? Yes. I was like, I, I was like, yeah, man. I'm sitting that. in the movie, and like. You know, I was like, okay, you know, I'm hitting two hours and then like, I'm like two and a half hours in and I'm like, dang, man, this thing's still going. Um, <laughs> like, and then like, bombs yo. start going I'm off. Like, it's like two and a half hours in and, and bombs start going off and, and like the movie actually starts. I'm like, oh no, dude, dude. I'm like, yo, let me look this up. Man. It said like two, two hours and 52 minutes. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize it was this long. Um. I enjoyed it. I think that they were probably they could have shortened it a little bit. 
uh, some things might have uh, dragged on a little bit. And like, man, like I felt like so much did happen. I was like, yo, man, this guy, this guy Riddler, like just had all these domino pieces set up and he's like, all these domino pieces are going to fall for three hours long. <laughs> um, but, uh, but uh, I mean, it, it was, it was like a, I guess it, it wasn't as bad to me if I went to go see it a, a second time. So, okay. The, I guess the question I was trying to ask was, um, did you ever feel like, all right. So an example, I was watching Morbius yesterday yeah. by the midway point. I was like, this is way too long. Like I, I just, I need this to be over. I was debating leaving. Um, just cause you know, I, I saw everything I needed to see. It, it just isn't a good movie. Um, but after I finished, I was just like, what the heck? I came in at four o'clock and it's not even six o'clock. That means like including the trailers, it was, I looked it up. It was, you know, well under two hour movie and it felt like a three hour oh my mess, you know? So when the pacing is off, yeah, it, it kind of ruins it. But with the Batman, the pacing is so smooth. It never misses a beat. And I think that's that's just right, right. You know. Like like I I didn't I don't uh, I don't think that there was ever a point in the film that I felt like like dang man like what like what the heck's going on like you know I mean it caught me off guard when when like I noticed that two and a half hours went by and I'm like <clears throat> dang it's been two and a half hours and 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 I was like dang man it, it seems like we still got a little bit more to go um, I think more more so it was like my bladder was like. I was like, bro, like, bro, that last hour I was dying, dude. I was like, you were, I was like, dude, and, and like, you know, if 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 a film's not good, like, I'd be like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go. But I was like, nah, man, this is good. I need to finish this. I'm rocking back and forth, man, tapping my feet, like the last like you know 15 minutes, dude. And oh my gosh. And then I was like, oh crap, I gotta wait for the for the the, the credits now too, because you know Mar Marvel's got me trained. Um, and it turns out there's like it was nothing. Yeah, it was yeah. like a, the link to a a movie website. I was really pleased with the the pacing of the movie. Like it, it my uh, my brother-in-law, the one we took to 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 see it on our third go around, he has um, some sort of like undiagnosed like ADHD. Like he has attention deficit disorder, mm. um, but he watched the entire thing like he oh wow. at the end he was just like wow that was a good movie yeah no. you know he was able to sit through the entire thing there was action throughout so it, it i think that that kind of like solidified in my mind like all right you know even people who have a hard time not looking at their phones every 10 seconds could sit through a movie like this but um you know i i noticed a couple things throughout my like uh viewings that I think are really interesting. The The movie focuses on the eyes a lot and like what it wants you to see because um, like if you're sitting in like the middle to the back of the theater, you'll notice that the sides of the screen sometimes are blurred out and they want you to focus on the center, whatever's being uh, sh uh, shown at that moment. Oh yeah. And it's I actually... It, it's a type of lens, uh, an anamorphic lens, that kind of distorts the outside um, of the image a little bit. And it focuses your eyesight towards what the camera wants you to look at. 
So, and, and I noticed it pretty much only happens when you're in the viewpoint of whoever is the main character in the scene. So sometimes you're in the viewpoint of Batman and sometimes you're looking through his cowl. And so they'll put a little bit of vignetting or like black corners around the edges so that it looks like you're looking through his lens or it'll focus on like the eyes and then it'll show what the eyes are looking at. So the whole movie is really a window into the eyes of the characters and it's told through that lens and even like the tech you know yeah the tech with the 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 special contact lenses yeah those things are awesome that you can see you can see through a character's viewpoint i think the whole movie kind of touches on the whole like the idea of perception and like how you interact with something and how the world perceives the batman yeah you know and i i i Talking about, uh, or going back to what you mentioned earlier, there's, um, at the end of the day, like, he can't just be vengeance. Yeah. You know? He can't just be um, uh, a vehicle of fear to drive change. He has to be hope. So it isn't until, like, the end when he realizes that um, the villains of the story are using his I'm vengeance thing that he decides to change pace and become something more than just vengeance so the villains perceived him to be like them yeah but so i i think it's just a powerful just direction all over you know the the entire i want to make a whole video about like perception and viewpoint through uh the batman movie once that's like available digitally i think i want to jump into that yeah no no i agree I, i i think that um I, I really do like when, when I did say when I talked about the, the tech I was talking to I was really thinking about those contacts and mm. I was like I thought it was insane um, I was like man this is like this isn't tech that I've seen before and it's not like he used a lot I mean he had his grapple um, right he had that wingsuit that I thought was really cool but uh, like the contacts like I was like, man, that totally could be a thing. Um, what did you think about Zoe Kravitz as uh, Selena Kyle? I really enjoyed the performance. Um, I wasn't sure uh, about the casting when it was first announced, but she does have... I don't know what it is about Selena Kyle and Catwoman, but... Zoe Kravitz's whole demeanor actually is very much like that, you know, almost like she, she has that cat burglar um, uh, doing the catwalk sort of thing vibe, like in check. Like she's she's excellent at that look, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm trying I'm having I'm having a hard time putting words to it, but I really I, I appreciate her performance a lot, to be honest with you. Right, like, and and her, her and and Pattinson had so much chemistry. Yeah, they really did. And you know what's crazy is that, like, when I saw her, like, I had immediately thought about like Halle Berry and her like Catwoman, but like, mm. I was like, oh, but this was like so much better. Like the care, like it, it was like done better, you know. And uh, right. Well, it's done straight, you know. It's not like super campy. It's not. It's not overly corny, and they they played it straight in the sense that you know this isn't 
um, some person who has developed actual superpowers by being resurrected by cats. Yeah. This is just a this is a cat burglar with a cat suit, um, who, it, you know, like <laughs> during the day is is like a bartender at a club. You know, that's that's her. I I, I liked the more. I don't know, modern take on it. Yeah. Yeah, it made sense. Like she I think she did a really good job. What about your boy? What about your boy, um, Colin Farrell as Penguin? Oh, Colin Farrell. Dude, I cannot believe that was Colin Farrell. In the trailers, I was just like, there's no way that's Colin Farrell. He's gotta be playing a different character. He did a good Bro, job. Bro, you know what's kinda crazy? Is that like with the way that they made him look, there was a couple of times that he kind of looked like Ray Liotta. Okay. Oh, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ray Li- Liotta, like, with crazy makeup on. He did pretty good. Um, it was crazy to that they had, like, all these, like, different, you know, like, uh, these different villains in it. I mean, technically, I would say, what's, what would you call Selena Kyle, like, an anti-hero? Well, she is. Yeah. Um, you know, she she's in it for her own motives. She's not trying to do anything uh, for the good of anyone but herself. You know, like she goes to that crime scene uh, or that meetup to steal money, not because she wants to bring it in for evidence. She wants it to get out of town. Right. You know, right. she's 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 a thief at the end of the day. She's a cat burglar, and. Um, that doesn't make her necessarily a bad person, but she's not a hero. Right, right. In the story, I so it's funny that you bring that up because um, it makes me think, and, and it's cool because we were talking about you know that this being an early Batman, and so when I saw the the Batmobile, I was like, okay, this is like an early version of the Batmobile, and I thought it was really cool, and like, man, when that engine started uh, roaring, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Yeah. So there's that. There's that like little. It's a weird scene, and I don't know what to make of it. Where the the engine starts roaring up, and like everyone's looking, and you know, like it's it's making a bunch of noise, it's shaking, and then it jerks forward like two feet and stops. Did he stall? Is that is that what happened there? Did he stall the vehicle? Or I don't know. Was he like just like you know trying to scare them? I think I think what he I think what he was doing is that he was tapping into his inner Fast and Furious. You know, it's like getting ready to you know take off. It's like boom. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess. Now I I think yeah I think it was like more of like a I don't think he stalled out. I think it I think he um it was intentional. It was intentional. Like that yeah. jerk. I mean I could be okay. wrong, but like that's that's how I perceived it. Um, my, my only question is, or my only, um, concern with that is that's what allowed Penguin to get out of that facility in the first place. You know, that little jerk of the engine kind of, um, allowed the villains to escape and cause all that mayhem on the freeway. So yeah, I don't, I don't, but it was a, it was a really cool car chase. Yeah, it was. I really love that. The, the I think um, the, the only other like chase that could probably rival that one is the one from the Book of Boba Fett. 
Yes, I totally agree. You know, it, it all it needed was uh, the penguin to like crash into a, a bunch of fruits, a bunch of mangoes. And then, and then uh, Batman just like dropping in front of him with a jetpack. Um, right. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, no, it. I I agree. Like, I thought it was a really good uh, chase, and it it still like it it went. I don't know what it was. Like, I just felt like this film. There wasn't something that that made it feel like it left you know left what it was trying to build tonally like even like the all the fast-paced stuff just it was like it was a slow movie but like it and even with that car chase it still like maintained that you know the pacing like you said continuing with like what i was mentioning about like um its relation to the eyes and perception and point of view a lot of it dealt with people looking in rearview mirrors or um, uh, you know, like the the side mirrors to make sure that the Batman isn't on his tail or whatever. Yeah. And like when the f- car flips over, dude, this is this 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 is what blows me away. Is um, you know, in most movies, if a car flips over and is like going through the air, they won't show you inside the vehicle for the most part. They'll show the car in slow motion doing this crazy flip, and that's cool. But what the Batman shows you is what it's like being in a car when it flips up during yeah. that yeah yeah i thought it was, was you cool. know i like that he, he's move he's moving around he's trying to like get a grasp of you know uh the ground basically and um he, when he's on when he's uh, when the car's on its uh on the back when the car's on its back um he, instead of you know just showing the car on its back and penguin looking out they actually show you upside down footage from his perspective right. of the batman walking over dude it's just so cool um or or i'm just kind of gushing about how good the attention to detail is about like what people are looking at so in the beginning of the movie i love the whole sequence uh like before the batman even shows himself you know like there's a there's a slew of like random crimes yeah, being committed. i loved it and and then they they show the bat the bat symbol up in the sky and the criminals stop what they're doing they run away and they they like look into the shadows and it shows you what the shadows or like you know it shows you the sinister quality of the shadows and it's fear that's being projected um, right out of these criminals right and it, and it kind of gave that that like look of like a growing darkness you know yes and um yeah so yeah it was it, it was really good because it's like He's he's built up this reputation, and I think he didn't he mention it that he doesn't even have to be there, and they're already afraid. Like you know, he wasn't in any yes. of these moments, but they were still mm-hmm. like, "Oh crap, Batman might be in there." Yeah, Let me get out. L- of there. Like he said, like he said, fear is a tool, and um, the the bat symbol in the sky causes criminals when they're you know committing crimes to be fearful because he could be anywhere and he always comes he he always comes out of the shadows um and then uh when they actually do show him like it's i think it's like five minutes into the movie which is you know uh, of a build-up especially with the music by michael giacchino dude and then you know it's it's those uh that group of thugs that are just like um <laughs> who do you think you are and he just like beats the crap out of one of them he goes on vengeance and then 
dude, it's nuts. It's a, it's an incredible moment. Right. Um, with the, was it with the composer? Uh, I, I mean, I already had liked him because he did really good on the uh, Lost series. Did Giacchino do Lost? Yes. Really, I didn't know that. All right, well, that that actually makes sense. He has a history of working with J.J. Abrams too. Like he did the, uh, he did the Star Trek movies that J.J. did. Um, he's done a couple things, you know. He's he's doing the, uh, I think he's done some Spider Man. Yeah, he did the most recent Spider Mans. He did uh, Rogue One. He's done some good stuff. But yeah, look, see, like I just pulled up like a random one. Okay, yeah, Lost Season 4, uh, Anthony Sean. Well, he, um, uh, he did, uh, I think, I don't know if he did the entire series, but I mean, I know for the most part, like, he had done, like, at least most of it. Yeah, so Giacchino's theme here is really, really cool. The Batman theme, I remember when it was first announced, like, when they first showed his costume, they also showcased um, the new theme. And it's such a powerful theme because it just keeps going. Right. It keeps going. And, th- and then when you think you're at the tip, it, like, they add in, they, like, throw in, like, horns. And it's just, like, such a triumphant, um, right, like, almost like a scary, it's like a horror Yeah, uh, theme. yeah. Like, I, 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 something that I noticed was that, like, was, was that, yeah, like, this Batman, um, like, lightly like lightly did touch like it seemed a a little like like horror but like and i wouldn't say thriller because thrillers usually like kind of get you your like heart racing but like this one there was elements elements especially when of like horror yeah well and and thriller stuff like um when when um the da had the bomb around his neck oh that's true he had only two minutes he had only two minutes to answer those three riddles. That was, you know, yeah. that was scary. Yeah. The, the the timer was like really freaky. He, you felt that this guy was like about to die and he knew he was about to die. And then he died. Yeah. You know, there, it was almost like a, like a saw moment, you know, where um, it was just like a game that he had to beat, but he couldn't. Right. Which, you know, now that I think about it, like, I wonder if that character was inspired by the Riddler because... I know, I know that there's uh, versions of the Riddler in the comic that are very like this, this Riddler. Mm. That's an interesting thought. Maybe, but um, maybe in some ways, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just overall, th- this film was, this film was really, I, I really liked it. I thought it was just like a different. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I know that the the, the DCEU, they're, like, trying to do something. But, like, all these, like, side things that they're doing are, like, knocking it out of the park. Like, it's like, I mean, what are yeah. y'all doing over here? Because these people over I here agree. are doing something that's working. You need to get with these people. Maybe this needs to be the DCEU. And you guys just take this and not make it canon anymore. You know what I think DC should try and do? Um, and this sounds like, this may sound like a crazy idea, but you know, if they actually want a, a universe that's just like super populated with heroes and, and stuff like that, they should jump in to a, almost like a, one of their like crisis events, like, um, crisis on infinite earths or infinite crisis and make a full fledged movie with brand new characters, um, or brand new actors playing these characters, but like 
imagine that it's the actual DC Comics universe entirely filled out. There's already a Nightwing. There's already multiple Robins. There's um, crazy uh, spirit guys like the Spectre. There's just a slew of heroes that are just inhabiting this universe and just playing it straight. You know, like I wonder what that would look like if they are if if they jumped into a universe that was already populated by everybody you know instead of just trying to introduce two characters here one character there we'll do a, a mashup of batman v superman over here it i I'm, I'm curious if that would work or if i'm just you know or if, if that just wouldn't work with audiences right yeah no i'm not i'm not too sure because i mean Mar marvel and and maybe like it worked for Mar marvel because because I mean, they they did like the one at a time thing, and then they started like you know incorporating a couple here and there, but but like think about some of the animated movies. If 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 you just right like, take a right, and, and so like that's where I say that DC really excels. Like their animated stuff is like amazing, you know. Right. And I mean, like, but I think of like stuff like Justice League Unlimited, the the show. Oh, like, dude, it was just, I loved it. It yeah, was man. it was it was all the heroes there. You know, there was. Um, oh the... yeah okay so I see where you're going like you know make, make like a, a, a movie where like these these characters are already like kind of established because we really didn't like question it when we watched these shows you know no absolutely um, not so like what if there was already a justice society a justice league a doom patrol um, just all these random uh, superhero teams and supervillain teams. Teen Titans. I, I feel like Teen Titans. Yeah. What if all of these existed already in a singular movie um, or TV show? You know, like right. if they did like a limited series TV show um, and show like I, I think if they did something like um, Infinite Crisis or just some random um, event series as like a limited series on HBO Max do it like a five episode six episode thing but like throw all your money at it do with all new actors no connective tissue before that spawn your universe out of something like that you know yeah. i think that that would be cool it's like yeah they, they they definitely they definitely have to do something because their their live action stuff has really been just like hit or miss i mean i know that they did that whole crisis on infinite earths thing with with, uh, with the Arrowverse, right? With the Arrowverse. Um, so, what did you think of uh, the Riddler? Let's talk a little bit more about his portrayal, like this version of the character. We we mentioned that he's kind of like almost uh, it's it's similar ish to like a Saw type character. Oh yeah, but um, thumb drive. <laughs> yeah, uh, lots of uh, awkward and uh, weird and creepy puzzles, but he's a believable character, you know. Mm, yeah. um, built out of a system that almost seems to have purposely uh led him and others astray you know like he was just in a yeah. in a system of neglect right right and i i feel like this i feel like this character i feel like something like that somebody like that could actually exist which which is like i which i think what is what made him a lot more like frightening and uh well even I think the frightening part for me was that he had copycat killers. Yeah, you know? you're right. That there were people who were inspired idolized, by it. Yeah, were inspired by that, 
and they were people likewise people who were beaten down by the system or felt like the the government neglected them or that they were neglected by others mm. whatever the case may be um they you know uh basically embodied the the riddler persona yeah yeah by the end and it they as a as a force they were much stronger than just the one guy obviously but um yeah that's what kind of scared me because we actually see some of that stuff in real life you see it on the news all the time of people being radicalized by ideas yeah. by notions or um you know elections stuff like that yeah. which this also touches on and what's funny is that this was written and filmed uh for the most part way before like uh the most recent election cycle and uh that caused a lot of craziness and um this is it doesn't it's what's funny is that this isn't a reaction to that because this was already like part of the story and filmed before any of that happened yeah. but the fact that it almost kind of like predicted it in a little bit in a, in a way just kind of goes to show how much of a grasp uh the writers had on the human psyche and like the ability to be misled um yeah uh, during in these ways you know yeah yeah no i agree it's really it's really crazy because this riddler there were some things that were very like it was it was almost like we were getting a joker but with like the mind of the riddler you know just he was he had the presence of like a joker type character right right yeah. and he did like he oh man like he just he did so good and like just like that theme that he had with it it was just so like the way that they um like mixed it just was so horrific yeah um I, the theme that you're talking about i think you're talking about the ave maria ave maria theme. yeah but like they put their own like touch on it right totally yeah um i i what i liked is and you'll notice it more on like rewatches and stuff when in the beginning you know again talking about perspective and like what the characters are looking at he's uh he's looking at the mayor of the city with binoculars um and he's following him up and down his building whatever um and you hear like heavy breathing through his mask um as he's about to commit a murder right and um you hear the ave maria playing over his uh you know watching them so that that just kind of becomes like his persona um or like the song that plays in his head because that's also the song that he starts singing <laughs> at the end of the movie when he's in arkham <laughs> i know i bro but let me tell you though like when he started singing i'm like yo this guy is far gone yeah he's he's down the rabbit hole um and around the corner but he's uh he did his, he did, dude he did a great job yeah he, the when when he when he starts talking about like uh he starts screaming like no this is not how this is supposed to go this is not supposed to happen you finally realize like he's looked up to the batman and he feels like they've been partners up until this point yeah which is creepy and that's part of why um you know the batman has to change his tactics from vengeance to hope yeah yeah and yeah so so that that's why i think i was able to that, that i think that's why um pattinson's portrayal of 
Bruce didn't bother me as much as it bothered others because I saw that this was a Bruce Wayne that hasn't found that balance yet. That he's like essentially Batman all the time. Yes. Yeah. So he realizes that he can do more um, as Bruce Wayne as well, probably by the end of the movie. Right. You know? Right. As as like a beacon of hope, um, because we have to also realize that he he didn't realize that his parents' name has been besmirched right, at this point. Right. Like the entire renewal program that they had set out for Gotham has been being uh, drained over the past twenty years by Gotham's elite and and like the underworld of Gotham. They've all been like leeching off of this billion dollar um, nonprofit, basically that was put into place before the Waynes were killed. Right. And, um, you know, and, and then also, I, I don't know if you, if you caught it, but like regular civilians were afraid of him too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of like, like you noticed that that the, mayor elect, like she was kind of like when he tried to help her, he's just, she was kind of right. like, it wasn't. It wasn't until like a, a a child, the the child that he had seen earlier in the film, that like he reached out and grabbed um, uh, the Batman's hand. That she decided to do that. Even like in the beginning, after the Batman saves that that one guy on the subway yeah. uh, from the from that mob, he goes, "Please don't hurt me." Meanwhile, yeah. Batman just he saves just saved his life. Him, yeah, you know. But like, you know, this Batman's motives weren't exactly that like they they weren't exactly clear like they knew that he went after criminals but they weren't really like they didn't really like they just knew that he was just some like brutal like vigilante you know just beating the heck out of people like i mean there was like some you know it's like there's like moments where he lacked restraint oh yeah totally um and there there were times where he had to be held back you know um sometimes uh like near the end of the movie where he nearly like beats beats the guy to a pulp he's he has to be held back by uh selena and um jim gordon um that was you know kind of fueled by that adrenaline rush that he like shot into his that was adrenaline that was. right i i'm assuming because he's like or some uh, some cocktail it had to have been man because you know what you, you know what was a good um something that that uh that somebody like had brought up and it, it in that moment it might not be but it's something that it that it, that that could become is venom that bane uses. oh that vein yes actually and, and that it kind of looked, looked like similar it, it kind of had that look that it was like a similar cocktail of chemicals that um bane gets from ace chemicals and all that so yeah that's a possibility that's for sure a possibility it it could have been directly from there you know right it could right. be the same cocktail but yeah that man he but, went like um, and so when i saw that theory i was like you know i could totally see it and especially like i mean he went wild after you yeah. taking it too and that's when he had to be restrained you know um mm -hmm. what what did, what did you think about your boy uh you know schmeagle <laughs> took me a bit andy circus um, you know andy circus I haven't met a role that I that I haven't been happy Andy Serkis took on because he's really good at playing really crazy characters. He's really good at playing, um, you know, fictional monsters, and he's really he's really good at playing apes. He's really good at playing 
you know, the the wise butler character. But and, but but let me tell you though, like I feel like this Andy Circuit uh, or this uh, Alfred Pennyworth is like like this is one that he's like he could throw down. Like I'm, if he, if a fight came, he'd 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 be there to fight. Oh yeah, he seems like he almost has like a like a a classic Bond feel to him you know like he 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 knows a thing or two about you know like the spy craft and um and all that so i i like that about him right and and i mean they they have that show out though that it's like pennyworth and he's essentially that type of character so i have yeah i I haven't watched it either but like you know that that's probably what they were going with and i i liked it too and um you know, I actually like heard something that and it made sense about this character where uh, somebody was talking about this Alfred and then the Alfred that they see in that show. And, you know, when you, you see the bomb that shows up in the in, in the mansion, you know, like that tower, you know, it, it was supposed to allude to to like him getting killed. But they're like, you know. You know, with, with this Alfred that I'd been seeing, you know, this like spy, um, this, you know, like it's like a, an Alfred that's a spy. Uh, that Alfred gave me that vibes very much so. So, like, I knew that he didn't die because he just seems somebody that's very, you know, in tune with knowing this stuff. Mm, and so, yeah. yeah, he did really good. I like, like the moment he saw, moment he saw the letter uh, uh, written to the Batman in like fireproof. Uh, enveloping that was uh, a sure sign for him to throw away the package but um, uh, not in time uh, for him to you know get caught in the crossfire and um, you know actually burned and he was he was in the hospital for a couple days I think right what's interesting and it may not be apparent on a first viewing um, if you're unless you're paying like close attention yeah. to actually like what's being said and what's being done is the fear that um you know as we're learning more about the targets of riddler's you know uh rampage throughout the city um bruce wayne is worried that the riddlers figured out who he is so when he targets bruce wayne he assumes that um you know he assumes the worst he assumes that the riddler has figured it out but when he goes to the riddler in uh yeah arkham yeah that's when that's when he really gets freaked out because he starts going bruce wayne and and i know know, you you see the fear you're like oh he's like you see the fear in uh batman's eyes and then and then he says something like that's the only one we didn't get and yeah. and then it clicks and it clicks in Batman's he head. He kind of like um, let out a, a little bit of a like breath, like mentally, just like okay. Yes. Yeah. Like oh, I, I didn't have much to worry about besides you know my loved ones being attacked. Um, but yeah, that was it was really well done because in the movie, you're just like, is he saying Bruce Wayne because he knows this is Bruce Wayne? Right. It it seems like it. It seems like it. But he wouldn't have written a letter in fireproof uh enveloping to batman if he thought that batman and bruce wayne were two were, were the same person you know yeah 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 he would have probably have said like you know to bruce wayne or something like that um 
And uh, yeah, like man, like the way the Riddler like would say some of that like stuff prolonged, like the yeah, it was, it was like, creepy, it was so dude. Creepy, like every like that that character. Let's talk a little bit about like this Gotham, you know, this Gotham. Like I really liked it because like I felt like it was Gotham in the the Nolan trilogy. It almost kind of just felt like New York, but um, this one. I mean, it, uh, obviously, I mean, it's essentially New York, but it felt, it gave me that Gotham vibes of like what it would, what Gotham would be like in a realistic setting. They did really good. Like, you know, the darkness, the rain, just the vibe, it, the, the city itself, the setting went well with the theme of the movie. And it just like, for me, it just, I think that they did a really good job with setting that up it, it also wasn't like overly dark and it wasn't overly goofy you know sometimes it like in the in the batman movies from the 80s and 90s gotham was often depicted as like you know the, the criminals were like really goofy criminals you know like they were they're always wearing like glow sticks and and stuff like they just came out of a rave or whatever but um i yeah, like like you said, I really appreciate the way that they depicted Gotham. Did you know that a lot of the movie was filmed on like the same type of set that the Mandalorian was filmed on, which is like the circular stage? Yeah, what was that called? Um, so the te- the technology is called stagecraft, but the actual device is called the volume, and it's like it's a big, dude, that's uh, almost three sixty three sixty degree um, like LED set that is attached to the camera and as you move um the background warps so that whatever's in the frame of the camera is always in focus you know it's it's a really cool technology it's 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 uh i think it's the future of movies and like shows. i like it. it i mean it really like adds it i think it really like helps with the lighting and makes it look a little bit more natural like i mean with the mandalorian it did that and and you know in all honesty like I would not have known that, like unless, unless you told me. I did not know that. I mean, I was able to like know next, that with the Mandalorian because I saw the documentary. Next time you look at um, the scenes where they're like next to the bat symbol, like the 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 big light, um, and they're overlooking the city, you can kind of tell that it isn't a real city in the background. But it's so good. Like, it follows and it tracks them depending on where the camera's looking. Um, because it's basically attached to a computer set as it's as it's moving. So it's really cool. Dude, nice. That's awesome. It creates this virtual world that's in that's like working alongside the real world. It's it's really cool. I like yeah, man. That that's that's cool, man. I, I need to I need to pay attention to that the next time I see that I like watch the movie. All right, what do you think of the Joker? Oh, you're talking about the. Uh, are you talking about the, the the tease at the end? The tease at the end. I I thought that I was like, I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, I I thought it was pretty that may, cool. That may be the only thing I like actively didn't like. If I'm honest. It uh well I mean like I I feel like. I didn't get enough to really like formulate. I was like, oh, okay. Like that's like a, like it was, I mean, it's exactly what it was a tease, you know? Um, yeah. 
I know that they released and I and I watched it a deleted scene with him. Yeah, yeah, I watched that as well. What did you think? That one, I, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't it's think that it could have been. I I think that it they were right for cutting that out because mm-hmm. I think it would have been too much. It's already a long movie, and basically you're adding in a new character. Exactly, almost three, almost three quarters into the movie. And I think that that's why they did that because, like, I mean, like the Joker, the the Joker is. I don't. That's not somebody that you can cameo for a scene that long without him being in the film like completely. But uh, I mean, like he, he he was hard to look at though. I will tell you that when he looked jacked up. But it looked like somebody yes. that fell into chemicals. Uh, a pit of acid, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, I'm, I'm 100% in agreement. Like, it was a great scene. Yeah. The the chemistry between the Joker... Uh, yeah, the, the Joker and Batman is really cool. But I'm happy that that wasn't in yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. Because it just doesn't... Like, I, I'm trying to think about like where that would fit. Yeah, yeah. And... Mm-hmm. That means that we would have had a whole other side story of Batman visiting Arkham, you know? Yeah. This is even before uh, the Riddler was imprisoned, you know? So he would have visited Arkham another time. So there's probably even more deleted scenes of him, like, getting there and, like, trying to figure out why he would want to go there in the first place. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they that they took that out. Uh, just it's already almost a three-hour movie, you know. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. And I was like, man. I, I'd be good. happy to watch a director's cut, but like, you know, for a theatrical cut, I feel like this was solid. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just the 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 Joker is like a whole. He's like a whole character that, like I said, like I mean, the, the they had that tease with them, and that's exactly what it was, but. That was a whole scene. Like, I mean, it's a long, yeah. longer scene. Like, was that like five minutes? I think it was a five. It was minute a five scene, minute yeah. scene, dude. You cannot have a five minute scene with the Joker and him just being a, <laughs> just. It was just a oh, I visited the Joker, bro. Now that's a you know main I, like it, villain that he has to have his own own movie. Right, but what's cool is that he's already met the Joker. You know, like this is a character who, um, he's already put into prison but what i liked about the the scene is that it implies that batman has a lot of respect for the mind of the joker if he's willing to like get uh advice from him on this new uh villain you know i think that's really interesting he's already come across somebody that's like pretty insane and somebody that would probably understand the mind of the riddler Mm. and so yeah no I, i i totally get that you know, you know, you know that that scene with the um, with the Riddler and Batman kind of reminded me of that scene in the the Nolan trilogy, the like where is she, like when they're in the yes. they're in the interrogation room, but like when he's yes. like beating out against it, I was like, oh, there he is, <laughs> dude. He was like, he he was he was kind of like all. Oh, like essentially like oh i've got bat batman exactly where i want him and so he was like celebrating what i actually like really liked about 
you know, one of many things that the movie's very good. Batman Begins um, is the ending. It's just a little tease. It's a it's a Joker card from like a, a deck of playing cards, and that was it. That was the tease for the next movie's Joker, and that was excellent. You know, it was it was short, sweet, but you got the point. Yeah, I like that. So let's let's jump back to the overall uh, like main picture and let's talk about the ending a little bit as um riddler's plan comes to fruition Mm. um he always knew that he was going to be caught and brought to arkham but he realized that in arkham he would be safe from the destruction he was about to cause in the city and he like i think he places like nine or eleven different vans across the um city wall that blow up and the (laughs) Dude, I love that Basically, scene with him. He's like, boom! Like, behind his glass. <laughs> Dude, he just kept on doing it. And I was like, yo, this man is freaking ingenious. I, I saw the funniest meme, actually, about, like, they, they took that little clip of him yelling, like, boom, as, like, um, <laughs> as stuff was blowing up in the distance. It was like me watching the food in my microwave explode. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good use of that. (laughs) Oh, it was so funny. I I laughed so hard. Um, But yeah, he he broke he broke down the city wall. Yeah, that was um, crazy. The 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 floodgates around Gotham, you know. uh, Totally tree bearded that. Yeah, I flooded the entire thing. It, it was it's kind of like what happened with um Katrina in oh. or what happened with New Orleans in Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Um the levees because the the levees yeah. broke and <laughs> the the seawater was higher than the town, so it just flooded everything. Right, right. And yeah, that was crazy, man. It got crazy really quick in that movie, you know? Like all of a sudden the town the 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 whole city was flooding. Everyone was being rushed into Madison Square Garden and then on top of that there were a bunch of terrorists on top of the like podium thing or it wasn't Madison Square Garden it was like Gotham Square Garden something like that um but yeah it was a it was really and and it kept getting crazier and crazier like the the mayor-elect uh Bella Royale like she gets gets up to give a speech and just immediately gets shot dude my heart was pounding yeah was it uh batman's entrance into that was like very batman <laughs> it was super batman yes like, yeah the, the like blow up the ceiling and dropping and... in yeah yeah it was it was good they did a really excellent job they um, did it made me want to play I, the arkham games <laughs> what I, I will say at that point in the movie it does feel like they take a left turn that you're not expecting and in some ways it's it's a good left turn in other ways it's just like hmm this is this movie is going to be thirty minutes longer than I thought because it seems like that was the ending, you know. Yeah. And then they blow up the seawall. Oh man, it's crazy. But I know I'm happy with what they yeah, did. Yeah, that totally. I was like, oh man, they 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 got him. You know, he definitely made an, an effect on the you know the the city, but you know they got him. And then yeah, for real, like where he was like. Like oh, I placed the you know like, like we was talking about placing the the bombs. I'm like, I'm like, dang man, we got a whole we got a whole other like storyline going on right here, where he takes the the like rug Tucker that he used to kill the former mayor. Yeah, yeah. the former mayor. 
uh, with. And he had like this whole thing etched under the carpet in his apartment. And he was like literally living right next to, to uh, was it the iceberg? The ice lounge or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, dude, that was just like... Iceberg lounge, yeah. yeah. And 44 below. Um, before we close out, let's talk a little bit about uh, Selena Kyle and her relationship with Falcone. Um, oh, and right, that right. whole side of things. I th- I thought that whole plot was was really um, well done. You know, like they didn't really. It wasn't like an info dump. It was like it, everything you needed to. Everything was on a need to know basis. You know, like you only found out about stuff as you needed to find out about it, and when the characters wanted you to find out about it. And I think that that was really um, a good way of doing all that. Like there was. You know, a point where you thought that she had a a, a relationship right, with Falcone right. based on and like so what she that, how know, she Bruce. treated. Right until we find out that no, that's actually her father, and it's just this like crazy twisted um, family that she's in, and eventually she wants to you know kill him for what he did with, uh, to her mother. Right, and then she found out about her friend too. Yes, Annika. Yeah, so it's... Falcone was in deep. <laughs> he, he had too many loose yeah, ends. Yeah, and, and um, you know, believe it or not, um, your boy, was it uh, John Turturro? Like, I'm used to him playing these, like, really corny characters, but he did this really good. Yeah. He was... He, he did a really good Falcone character. Um, he plays a mobster really well. He does. He has that vibe. He has that that the potential, especially the way that that he he talks. Like I I'll never forget. Like and the reason why I say I'm used to him playing corny characters is because I'm used to him in Transformers. Right. Yeah, that's actually true. So he has a very he can be very suave, and that's that's kind of like the appeal of this you know yeah. um, sunglass wearing Falcone character. You know, always with always playing billiards in the in his like little penthouse. Um, I think that's kind of just a, a really, he played it in a way that was just super cool. Right. You know? Right. And like, I mean, he's really persuasive too, because I mean, he had Bruce thinking that his dad was like some, you know, dirty person. Yeah. And he basically, uh, his father made one mistake at the, at the end of the, the story, you know? Yeah. I think that, you know, all of this kind of wraps up neatly into riddler's plan to slowly take out all these people who have been wiping out the renewal fund that was meant to help the helpless in gotham like the orphans that he grew up with um it was supposed to help take drugs off the street and now you know drops and drop heads are like rampant just a, a bunch of it was a fleshed out world you know like talk about world building like gotham was a fleshed out entity like you felt that um the way that these people were was a byproduct of the surroundings that they grew up in and it they 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 played that really well no i i agree i the 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 world building was really good um the casting was really good i felt like everybody on the cast understood their role and they really like put their all into it um you know especially you know like the these you know the, the the like main focuses. You know like the the villain, um, you know Batman, Gordon. Like they like just like literally. I felt like everybody on screen 
really put in these strong performances? Um, there were really no characters that I disliked, but there were there were characters that like I whenever I, I watch I I kind of laugh. Like there's the one the twins. Um, the twins. I I do like the twins. I thought that that was just like a funny inclusion. It was. But no, there's there's that one police officer who talks like this that I I laugh whenever he's on screen just because it's such a funny voice to mimic. You're gonna put yourself on the line for this freak. <laughs> yeah, that what, what, that that was. The- was it the commissioner or no that was the guy. i think that was the commissioner i, I think it was bro and the way yeah. he got taken out oh boy Ooh. oh no 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 not the commissioner not the oh, commissioner okay. um it was uh yeah no it was it was someone else but yeah i thought that his voice was funny too the commissioner um uh any last thoughts on the batman before we close up? um j- just uh just just like like a a quick little touch um just that the the craziness of um the riddler like murders though the first one being being with that that rug tucker and like it all had meaning to it and he had you know these like codes that he would add that people had to like that you know the batman had to essentially figure it out the whole thing with the thumb drive that like uploaded a whole bunch of like footage up to all these newspapers from uh, Gordon's uh, laptop, uh, that rat cage over the commissioner's head, the DA with the bomb around his neck, like everything just, it had a meaning behind it and it was supposed to lead to something else. And that you're it, I think they did a really good job with establishing that they weren't like random they, they weren't like random ways of killing it. it had a purpose behind it and it was supposed to lead up to something like the rats we're talking about a rat you know yeah el rata alada it's gotta be about the worst spanish i ever heard oh dude that was funny i died laughing he's like um, he's like he, like in the way he does is like very just like mobster that's the worst spanish <laughs> i've ever heard <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah speaking of um you know how well everything played into each other the the murder weapon the rug tucker yeah. i love that batman or bruce wayne had no idea what that was you know yeah. it wasn't pe- and and that 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 speaks to the fact that he has been pampered his whole life yeah you know he's never had to do physical labor like that before but someone um who you know comes from a lower class society or lower class family was able to tell him what that tool was and that's when he realized his mistake that's when he realized the bigger picture yeah you know everything had a purpose the rug tucker had us a purpose he just didn't know what it was right. until that moment and i think that's that's one of the cool divides like riddler thought the batman would get the rug tucker thing mm. but bruce wayne would have never gotten that yeah you know that's and that's the one thing that he didn't get right right away right. so i that's i yeah. don't know it's, it's i think it's pretty no cool. no no. you're right you're right and that, that's why um i thought they did a good job with those because it all had a meaning behind it they weren't just random killings with random tools or just like this you know oh i want to be over the top creative i mean it was over the top but like it had a meaning behind it yeah and it drove the story forward yeah. like there was never a slow part of the story because Every scene added something new to the story that kept it moving in the direction that it was always heading. Right. And I think that's really cool. I think this might be I think this might be my favorite Batman movie. 
No, I, I might, I might have to, to, to agree with you. Like it's, and if it's not, it's like, it's up there. And I, I even was thinking like, like as much as I, I like the, the, the Nolan trilogies and like, you know, I, and I'll always like go back periodically to those films. I, you know, I, I like him, you know, it's Batman. I really, there's something that I got out of this. I, I got more, you know, just like a, a different perspective of Batman. It was just, it was a, a side of Batman we never got. A side of Batman that a lot of people, that some people don't really like know that that's Batman. Like some people come to, to the, the, some people are fans of Batman, but you know, they don't, they don't really, you know, dive too much into the comics, you know? And so what, you know, which is fine, you know, you're there's plenty of fans there's people who are fans of batman just through video games you know sure and yeah. so i mean what you actually get a good bit of detective in those games too but i really do enjoy that we got that detective and that was you know something that i actually had told uh you know miguel uh my, my friend a uh, future guest of the show that uh i enjoyed that it was a, a like a detective film you know yeah we don't get a lot of those these days no. especially not in the superhero genre no, no. um if ever you know but yeah this film is right up there with the batman uh or with uh, batman begins and dark knight which to me were pinnacle batman stories yeah. um up until now this might be you know just inching above them yeah yeah for me yeah man it's a it's a good movie and i want to see it again they kind of now want to play the Batman games. What I took from it, or rather what my wife took from it, was that you can pretty much... This is one of those movies that you can keep going back to and finding new things. Because um, there's so much depth in it. There's so much to explore. Like, it wasn't until my third viewing that I was really actively focusing on, like, the cinematography mm. of the the movie. And it, it's so beautifully done. Like, I, I know I've been gushing about, like, point of view and the perspective of the eyes in this movie. And, like, where the camera wants you to look um, and the ways the camera wants you to look. I think that that is all really fascinating. And the fact that they were able to um, not only do that for a couple scenes, but do that throughout the entire movie. Yeah is really cool like the movie begins with someone looking through the binoculars the movie ends with somebody looking out at like the rearview mirror of a motorcycle to see you know their new love interest drive away and it's all it's the perspective of uh, the characters uh you know it starts with the perspective of the villain and ends with the perspective of our hero but i i just think that that's just such a singular train of thought that is so unique to the batman movie that is really cool yeah yeah no i i i agree i i think that that this was a good batman i know a lot of people were talking about you know how this care how much this character seems to be getting like rebooted and um the same with like the joker and whatnot but i think that this was a a good i think this was a good step i'm gonna be honest and like we've talked about it before I was never a fan of Batflick. I was never a fan. Like, I think Ben Affleck is is a good actor, and you know maybe he had some good like moments, but I just I wasn't sold. I was not sold on his Batman. He just didn't do it for me. I do I do like his Bruce Wayne. 
I think he has a, a good uh, Bruce Wayne look to him. But yeah, I agree with you on the Batman front. Yeah, the, my my issue with the with Batflex uh, Batman is, um, you know, we're we're going into like his twentieth year as Batman, and his methods are back to like brutal. You know, like he he he's like a shoot him first, get the job done second kind of guy. You know, he he just is a, a much more hardened version of the character than I think even is necessary. Uh, or is necessarily like in the comics, you know, like right. in the comics, there's a lot more of what you saw at the end of the Batman where he's like carrying people to safety. Yeah. There's a lot more of that in Batman than there is of Batman shooting people. Right. Right. You know, it's, I'd probably say like 10 to 20 times as much. And I think that's what people don't understand is that the Batman isn't just some dark brooding vigilante, you know, He's a character who's actively trying to help the city of Gotham. You know, I it's something that I, I've always like kind of thought as like my personal headcanon is that everybody in Gotham, like the heroes, the villains, all the anti-heroes and everyone are products, uh, are mentally ill individuals with uh, that are like byproducts of the system that they grew up in. And this movie does that, like, you know, explains that a little, like, very yeah. well, you know. Um, the injustices done to these people have driven them to galvanize into, like, action. Whether that be to for good or for evil, I think that's part of, uh, you know, what Batman is trying to help people with. You right. know, I feel like he's he's clearly, ha- he clearly has a mental issue. Like, nobody would, you know, devote their life to uh, vigilante... Uh, vigilantism in a bat suit uh, except a crazy person um you know he's a he's a high functioning crazy person person yeah. sure but um you know i think that he is on a one-man mission or two-man if you count uh alfred but they're on a mission to help others from meeting that same fate you know he doesn't want others to have uh you know the the fate that he had where his parents are shot in cold blood and he you know, his mind cracks to the point where he's, you know, fighting crime in the middle of the night. And, uh, um, I think, I think that's his whole shtick is that he doesn't want that for the people of Gotham. And I think that's, I don't know. That's always been like my personal idea of Batman. I, I don't know if it's necessarily true. It's not always true in the comics, but for the most part, like it kind of works. But anyway, I think we've been rambling on uh, long enough. We're getting close to the two-hour mark on this recording. Yes. And uh, you boys got to, you know, prep for a stream. Yeah, I, I see you getting ready. I see, like, you, you're starting to, like, kind of get amped up. I think the coffee's finally yeah, hit. Yeah, the coffee's but, finally um, hit. Um, but I'm glad that we got this dis- discussion of Batman in. I've been wanting to talk about it. I've also been wanting to get an episode out. And I know yeah. that, like, I mean, you, you spoke to it that we haven't uh, brought out anything in a while, but we are looking to to start wrapping it up uh, a bit more. I know I, I know that we kind of hit these highs and lows, but you know how it is. Life happens. Um, things happen. And so sometimes you got to take a step back from from some of the things that we like to do. But we're, we're here here for it. Um, 
we got we got some stuff that we're like in the in talks of covering in the coming weeks. I know we've talked about covering uh, Walt Disney World. Yes, you know yes. it's a it's it's a place that we both love. There's so much to do in Walt Disney World. There's so many different individual little cultures that we can explore. Right. Whether it's just food, whether it's the rides, whether it's the different parks and the you know the the cast members. There's so much to talk about with Walt Disney World. I think that that. You know, we could do multiple podcasts about that, but right. we'll, we'll stick to just one. Right. Um, and, and you know, yeah, yeah, and we're we're uh, talking about having a guest for that. I don't know if um, I mean I know that we talked about um, having on my buddy. I don't know if you were. I mean, like it's would maybe Jen would want to join too. I mean, we we don't we don't have a she loves she loves Disney, so we let's, don't have a limitation uh, on just you know three people at once. That's true. <laughs> Can we rein four people in? I don't know. Four person it's like herding cats. Yeah, um, we we like I said earlier, I, I would like to talk about uh, the defenders stuff. Oh, so yes, like for sure. Daredevil, for sure. So if you want to get caught up on at least uh, Daredevil season one, we can pump out an episode for that. Sounds good. Man. Uh, Moon Knight's coming up. We can talk about uh, Obi Wan coming up. We got uh, the Halo series that we can dog on. <laughs> Um, um, well, you said Obi-Wan, so much were you talking about me or not? Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you better be in full costume for our Obi-Wan review, man. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I actually plan on, like, I'll have my ensemble by then, so. Cool, 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 cool. All right, bro. I'm going to let you have, I'm going to let you get to your stream. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate that, uh, you have listened to almost two hours of us talk at this point. We hope you enjoyed the the movie as well. If you did, please be sure to let us know on Twitter at PGeekology and Instagram at Project Geekology. Please follow us there. Uh, Turn on notifications if you want to get notified about upcoming uh, content that we're going to be pushing out and uh, new content in general. Right. So we're available on essentially every major platform and several smaller ones. If you feel if you feel the need to uh, put a rating, you know, put out a you know put out a, a nice you know fat juicy five star, and uh, <laughs> you know we, we, we like to, to read out um, our our ratings on the show and we appreciate them and it really does drive us forward and uh, we we just we enjoy making this content for you all. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you tune into our next episode. Uh, Subscribe for more. Peace out, guys. Peace.